Yo, 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 it's your man E. Carter. This is another episode of First Class Podcast. I'm your host as always. I'm always in here with my two co-hosts. I got uh, Mr. Funny Guy James in the building. Yo, yo, what up, what up, what's happening? And ADR Eternal is here as well. Yeah, yeah, what it do? And now this week we have uh, another special guest on, uh, my man Jonah. He's also, uh, he's a music producer. What's up, Jonah? Yo, what up, what's poppin'? So, uh, how are everybody feeling today, man? How y'all feeling? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really great. Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling good, feeling good. How are you? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. They in sync today. Like, it's crazy. They in sync today. But, uh, uh you know, we're going to have a great, ep- uh, great episode, great show today. I'm glad, Jonah, that you had a chance to come down and sit down and be able to talk with us. Unfortunately, this week, I do not have a quote. Anybody got a quote offhand? Uh, um, <laughs> beyond me. Okay, okay. From uh, camera, cameraman. Okay, I like that one. Great power comes great responsibility. All right, Spider Man. All right, well, cool, man. We can just uh, jump right into it, man. I'm having a. A pretty blessed week, but uh, before we get all the way into it, I do want to give a, a quick um, shout out to my family. I want to thank everybody for y'all support and helping me through this tough time of mine. Uh, but it, my dad will want us to progress and move forward. You know what I mean? So it's time to get back to work, get back to the grindstone and, and just hit it. So I do want to give a big shout out to everybody who did uh, try to help support me doing the passing of my dad and everything like that. So big ups for that. I want to, I really appreciate that. Uh, and I really want to appreciate all the fans and the people that do continue to listen to our show. Uh, we're trying to do new things As you can see we're going live. I don't know if you follow, uh, James or Dre or not, but they're going live and they're, uh, James is on Facebook live. Where you at Dre? Instagram, 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 ADR eternal. So, you know, we're trying to do big things over here. So, but uh, just to open up the show, got some nice little topics. And this one is, uh, how hard is it to step away from a negative spot or a negative situation? How y'all feel about that? Support system. <laughs> I say this, though, for I mean, some things, uh, some journeys you have to take by yourself, but it always helps. Through progressing through that, just like the situation that you had. I mean, shouts out to Pops, rest easy, Pops. And, um, you know, I, I feel like some journeys, although you have to take by yourself, that supporting your friends, your close friends, your family, that really plays a part into moving on and kind of getting some closure and just, you know I mean, kind of easing your mind for real, just staying. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but what if that negative spot is your friend? You see what I'm saying? But it's going to come. It's going to come throughout life anyway. Yeah, but I'm saying how hard is it to step away? Like, sometimes you're you're in, like like you said, like friends. You got a support system. Like, you love your family, you love your friends, but maybe that they're toxic. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're toxic for you, and you want to step away. Yeah. But you can't step away. How hard is it to actually step away, man? Run from it. Uh, you, can, I mean, you can step away. You can step away mentally. I was saying you can step away uh, emotionally. Uh, emotionally. Uh, emotionally. Uh, if it's one of those where you uh, uh, 
depending on like where you grew up or what your environment is and like all of you all of y'all are like you know what i'm saying stuck with each other in a sense and it's like you know you you do your part to make sure that you know saying you're straight you do your part to make sure that they're straight if they ever need it and you do figure out the distance level you know what i'm saying after that and i look at it like you know you know you have to have that personal acceptance first like and that's just with any situation especially with like negative situations and it goes into like something i was talking about with a friend i was like a lot of stuff that i go through that or that i've been through that's been like like bad in a sense like i couldn't reverse it couldn't fix it like it was done it was it was it happened and i just had to i had to figure out how i was going to deal with it going forward you know what i'm saying so i had to personally accept the issues and stuff that was going on and what had happened to me and like you know whose fault was it whether it was my fault like when a lot of times it was my fault you know what i'm saying like accepting that part too and you know so then it's like you know you can figure out the other stuff a little bit more easily once you like figure it out within yourself i mean yeah i agree with you what you think on john i feel like it depends more like if it's someone that you've had around your life for a while like if you have an extensive history with them or had then it's gonna be harder to kind of wean yourself away it's not something that can be done like cold turkey you would literally have to wean yourself away if you've known them for an extended period of time mm-hmm. yeah so it could be like a life situation it could be anything down to them not supporting you to just being toxic to be around you so you got to have that mature mentality to know when to step away to better yourself so you're not letting anybody else hold you back and make it more of a personal issue to where if it, you're going to be held back it can only be relied yeah. and accountable to yourself right 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 and I, I totally agree with that. I definitely agree with that. What's up, people, man? Get the live watching. Get the live no, watching. But, um, dang, excuse me. <laughs> but, no, I agree with you. I mean, sometimes sometimes it is on you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the ball is in your court. So you have to be able to, one, recognize it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you can't recognize that you're in a, a bad spot or a negative situation, like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you might have put yourself in there. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> like man, if I I should have just, I shouldn't even be here in the first place. Yeah. Then you got to know when to step away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I take it like going swimming. Sometimes you got to just jump in. <laughs> Sometimes you got to put that little foot in and te- test the waters. But yeah, sink or swim, man. And I'm a, I've been a firm believer of sink, uh, the sink or swim type of uh yeah, mentality, you man. Take salt. Say that. What you say? Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Oh yeah, 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 man. Got to, man. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta live with your decisions. You yeah. know what I mean? You have to. Uh, and not a lot of times, man. Just being in a negative situation or a negative spot doesn't always mean that you put yourself there. You know what I mean? You can be just as genuine, just as positive, and then turn around and life smacking you or. Just, you know, shit happens. You know what I mean? So, but I feel like we all on the same page with that, man. But <clears throat> just to move on uh, with another great topic that we have is uh, giving your children what you've never had or teaching your children what you've never learned. Mm, right. The plot thickens. You feel me? Now, like just... Uh, why y'all are pondering on that? <laughs> and Dre, I even though I know you don't have no children, but you still gonna have to have a, a little outlook on this yeah, one. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I got like, something to say, uh, just off top. I just think they, they kind of both can go hand in hand. I mean, there's a way to do both. 
listening just by like yeah and I, I think one is going to be the product of the other so like you teaching them stuff that you've never learned is obviously gonna lead to them you know what i'm saying like yeah. having the life that you yeah i mean true but the way i look at it is like it's like this stuff earlier than you did. yeah you yeah but the way i look at it like this i think us as parents we we get caught up in trying to provide those things that we never had you know what i'm saying that we couldn't have yeah. like <clears throat> for me growing up i didn't have the latest pair of jordans you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's just not the way i was raised one my mom and my dad not about to spend two hundred dollars for one pair of shoes like right. they're gonna spend two they're gonna spend two hundred dollars i'm gonna get two pairs of shoes some clothes i'm gonna have a whole package for that 200 you know what i mean yeah. so i mean even growing up i kind of adopted those same habits you know what i mean luckily my oldest, she's not a big sneakerhead like that. So, blessed. <laughs> like she, she like she like Chucks, man. She like Converse's, man. So that's cool. Like, bet you can get Chucks all day, baby. What you want? You want a couple pair? You want four pair? Four pair of Chucks? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I also feel like we get caught up in, in material stuff as parents. Just been like, oh man, this is the stuff that I wanted when I was a kid. I didn't get a chance to have it. So I'm gonna give it to you and give you everything that I couldn't have, and then I think those kids end up growing up, man. And the older that they get, they feel like they're entitled. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, I, I don't. That. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You feel like you don't have to do stuff because your parents are gonna do it for you. Yeah. Just, just to piggyback real quick, just like those uh, uh, those parents that bought their their children in the school. You feel me? You gotta think about it. Like they sit, they sitting back chilling like. Yeah, I want to go to Harvard or I want to go to Yale, but I can't. I don't have to put in the work for it. My parents, they they make all this money, but now they about to get forty years. Y'all see that, right? Matthew Price to pay. Oh, they about to get forty years. For a uh, uh, old girl that was in a full house that was paying that paid for her children to go to college. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah she made, I think they faced some like forty years. Like everybody who was a part of that. I say, I say. <clears throat> Having an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old, I feel like uh, one thing I've learned is about keeping a balance of things. Is you know, I like to do things that you know my mom and then when my dad was there uh, didn't have the money to do. They didn't have certain things to where we have conveniences to today, like the um, going to three D movies and all this and that. You know what I mean? So I like to treat my kids. I do take my kids out, get them J's and all of that. But that balance comes into, I can act and get whatever grades I want and start talking back and get out of line. That's when you got to cut it. So I feel like when it's involved in that situation, it's a lot of balance that is involved. But I feel like initially being a parent, every single parent that has a kid, especially if you're a good, worthwhile parent, somebody worthwhile, everybody has that I'm going to give you the world. And I feel like every great parent has that feeling. So I, I feel like it's more or less of a balanced thing. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the understanding, like I work a lot. My right. kids understand. And I had to explain that to them at an early age. If I don't go to work, there is no shoes. There is no movies. We can't even get food. Like, how are we living here? Right. I mean, how, how, how can you go to the circus? How can you go... To the movie, to the zoo, to the aquarium, to go swimming, to do this and have clothes and all of this and that. Right. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's yeah. just all I mean, about I, balance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It definitely needs to be a balance. 
What up, Deshaun? What up, boy? Boy, what's up, Matt? Man, we're going up, live, bro? man. Uh, for people who are watching on live, this is an episode of First Class Podcast. We got my man Jonah. He's a music producer. He's on. And, uh, you know, of course, my two co-hosts, Funny Guy James and ADR Eternal, they're here, too, as well. So yeah. if you're just joining in, that's where we're at. <laughs> but like you said, James, man, I do feel like it has to be a balance, man. We can't just give our children everything that we didn't have. But I do feel like it's better to teach them everything that we didn't learn. You know what I mean? Like, and one of the one of the tough situations that I'm having is trying to figure out when to talk about racial stuff with my daughter. You know what I mean? Because she's 11. You know what I mean? She's 11, so it's like you're getting older. Like before I know it, you're gonna be 18. You know what I mean? You're gonna be looking at college or trade school or getting the fuck out of my house. <laughs> no, no, ultimately, but you know, but you're gonna start getting prepared for the world. You know what I mean? And and the thing is, is that I want to know. I want to be able to figure out when to drop certain knowledge on her. You know what I mean? Because when I was a kid, when I found out about you know racial profiling, and I actually like paid attention and, and clued into it, it changed my whole outlook for a brief time. Because I was a, I was a child. I didn't know how to take it or respond to it. And next thing you know, I'm pushed down some white kid playing tag. It was like, and I was like, you hold. But I never forget. I was like, you held our people down for four hundred years. But I mean, at the same time, I feel like that's that's at the parents' discretion. It's like everybody's different. It's in in us as parents, we have it so hard now because we have to talk about, especially being black, like what happens uh, when they are around police. Right, but then you don't want them to be scared of the public. It's a whole lot of slippery slopes, and then yeah, the heavy emphasis yeah, on the kids trafficking and all. Parents nowadays have it so hard because there's a lot of touchy subjects that you just you just can't be like a pedophile and this and that, this and that. Then they're gonna be scared of even talking to them. You're like you're a pedophile, like. So no, I say it's not the parents' discretion. That, that wasn't a hard. That wasn't a hard conversation for me. It wasn't a hard conversation, <laughs> but I'm saying, but I'm saying certain subjects, right? Rather, not that one in particular, yeah. but they are. There are some real in tune, like I said, like with the police. Right. You know I mean, you know, kids are oh, it's the police. Like they're gonna get it. We're going to jail. Like, but not all pol- police are bad and all that. They're used for good. But I used to want to be a police officer. You suck. Then I got older. This is before. Like, this is what I'm saying. Growing up, I wanted to be a pilot and a police officer. Yeah. They're like, what you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to fly a plane and I'm going to jump out the plane and arrest people. What you <laughs> It's simple. Hey, I did get a, I did get a message. I did get a message and it said, uh, more people in YouTube and rap music raise their kids. Ah, uh, and then not, not really. It's, uh, it's to a point because they have so much influence. <laughs> and I feel that. I, the influence that. All the Nicki Minaj and Cardi B's has. But, but the thing is, what what I was gonna say with that, it's not too much different than what it was when we was growing up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 you have more, you have more access. What, what, did, we, what did we have? We, like, why, why are we still had? Bro, we had uncut. Bro, we were none of us supposed to be watching TikTok. Why don't we have like the little? Come on, we're gonna be sitting there like. Yeah, like come on. We've had that, but we didn't have like so many of the low peeps that I'm taking out of all this and that. It was glorified selling though. Now we did have no peeps. You know what the difference was? It was 
we've had way more of our parents and adults playing adults talking about that type of stuff. Right. And it wasn't like younger kids, 17, 18 year olds yeah. rapping about yeah. that stuff. But I'm like, that doesn't make it better or worse. It's just like, that's but, uh, but what I'm saying is, I like I agree with you, Dre. And I'm not. I don't know who who made that. Who made that? Uh, oh man, my team, man. Okay, shout out to T. Uh, but nah, I mean I agree. But I, you know, what I'm saying it's a fine line with me because, like I said, we had uncut. You feel me? We we was come on now. Everybody was trying to sneak on Showtime. We're trying to watch that soft. Uh, you know what I mean? Can't even see just to see some boobs. Like, come on now. I know I ain't the only one that's seen the static on the TV and trying to make out. Again. You know what I mean? Like, ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like we was, you know, as kids, we was sniffing markers. Okay, we wouldn't, even, we wouldn't even tie bars. Actually, actually, I was saying a little bit better right now because technology has given us all those options to put so many things on parental control and right. have these kids sections like Netflix and like all that type of stuff. So parents have a lot more control over like how they monitor what their kids like. Look at same thing saying, like having a computer and the internet and stuff like that. Like there's restrictions that you. But can even but even with that, the con the major contrast as far as the music and the entertainment, um, um, entertaining the kids and teaching the kids is once again, we were outside a lot more. True enough, we had the ice cubes, DMXs, and like you said, the uncuts and tip drills and all of that. But we actually played outside more. We climbed trees. We fell. We got in the scuffles at the basketball park. We got in the, you know what I mean? But we <laughs> did it outside, though. Not somebody in here. We had life experiences. I mean, no, I agree. But what I what I think it is now but is it's that so different now too, because kids are doing more crazy. Too. Yeah, it's people, kids are doing stuff more in in closed doors. In closed doors, but instead of outside. Yeah, like I said, outside. That's why I was like, oh, you gotta go outside, right? Right. For a few hours. You feel me? You can't knock them out of the house. Like, right. Like, now now going outside is like a punishment. Yeah, they don't stay inside. They want to play their PlayStations. They want to play their Xbox. No kids want to end up going outside. If they go outside, it's like, all right. I'm running to the store real quick and I'm coming back home. Yeah. And I'm going to say, oh, it's summer vacation? Dang, it's look like I'm about to be on the game all summer now. Yeah. Like, nah. Like, yeah, yeah, like when I was a kid, you know, it was like you go outside, go to the basketball court, go to the recreation centers that they don't have no more. Like, yeah. they don't have none of that no more. So it's just kids aren't getting in trouble now outdoors, but now they're starting issues indoors that's now proceeding to the outdoors. Yeah. Like when they go to school and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I definitely agree. But you know, as as a whole, James, funny guy, James. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like you, like you touched on earlier, man. It's uh, it's best to have a balance. So, us as uh, parents or parent figures, aunts, uncles, whatever, try try to keep that balance with this younger generation, because <laughs> pretty soon they're gonna be the ones that's gonna have to take care of us. Oh, yeah, that that's that's shocking, right? But the crazy thing is, this is this is what I. I try not to be so hard on our younger generation. You know what I mean? Because we did stupid shit too. You know what I mean? Like we we was called Generation X. You feel me? Yeah. We were supposed to be the generation that doomed everything. Now, look at us. Doctors, lawyers, people in uh uh running for a political office. Uh, a friend of mine, man, he just got his wings. He a pilot. Okay. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Evolution is always going to happen. 
know what I'm saying? Once you get done with all the all the riffraff and 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 the, and the clubs and, and and the drinking and just trying to feel like you're grown, then it all set in. Then that's when those goals and stuff kick in. So I just like just me as a parent, I try to kick those goals early. You know what I mean? Like I want you to be 11, but know where you want to be when you when you're 15. You know what I mean? How you have your a yearly plan. As far as I'm concerned, at least on the subject, uh, the bigger difference was to uh, the easier access as far as the elements concerned. Mm-hmm. Because we had the big cricket joints. We didn't have smaller put-in-your-pocket cell phones, which a lot of kids had. No, everybody, like no, everybody else did. I didn't. My first, I mean, phone, yeah, but my first phone was as big as my own. I mean, yeah, I yeah. yeah no, those no, no, crickets. Like, I, in I, the I, little no but I'm talking about as far as nowadays, though. They have a lot more internet. I'll say, if anything, we need to uh, separate. I'm your parent. I'm not your friend. But anything, especially if I walk in the room and you're listening to something, I'm like, well, let's talk about what you're listening to and how you feel. I feel like that the more parenting needs to be done when it comes to the kids because they do have so much more access than we did. To a whole range of different things. Yeah, but like Dre, uh, Dre touched on earlier, all of these things have restrictions. Like like Ariana, for example. Yeah, she's 11. Yeah, she has a phone. I didn't even dream of a phone when I was 11. I wanted a camera and a CD player. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> I had but, a walkman and a phone, but it was a little Nokia just to yeah. play a little snake game. I didn't even, but not at 11. You feel me? I didn't, I didn't get a phone until I was in high school. But... But what I'm saying is, we got, but we have it set up to where she's not allowed to get on YouTube. Like when everybody, what was the, the Momo shit? I asked Ariana, she's like, no, nah, I don't have YouTube. I'm like, see, you know what? Because your parents is fucking geniuses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she she didn't want to download YouTube Kids. She felt like she was too old for YouTube Kids, so she didn't want to download it. We felt like she too young to get on actual YouTube. So that's kind of how that, you know what I'm saying? So she find whatever little games or whatever stuff she watch. And the crazy thing is about children today is YouTube is not even bad. You know why? You know what they watch? They watch other kids play games. Yeah. They watch, they watch, they watch. They watch, they watch they YouTubers about the games they play. Yeah. Like I, I walk, I walk in like, cause you know, as parents, we gotta be them creepy sneaking up on you. You've been in your room for two hours. I ain't heard nothing. But that's the parenting aspect that I said. Man, look, Ariana, no, I'm crazy. I'll take the door off the hinge. Like, you ain't got no privacy. You ain't got no privacy. Like, what you doing? You being too quiet. Make some noise. Go outside so I can see you. But, you know, I think we got that pretty much covered, man, just as a whole. Watch your kids, man. Try to try to be able to teach them the things that you are that you are learning and try not to give them so much of uh, what you didn't have, you know. What's up, Unc? Uncle Stan in the building. What up, Unc? What up, Uncle Stan? But uh, at this moment, man, we're just going to move on, man. I, uh, yeah, it's still trending and still a topic, man. Uh, Nipsey. So we're going to take a moment for Nipsey and, and kind of discuss that, how y'all feel about that. You know what I mean? I personally didn't know who he was or anything before him before this. And my personal, like, thought process, I guess you could say, is I never knew about him. There's a lot of people that I know that I've never known about him, but only in death does Nipsey and people like him get recognition, though they're doing something good. It didn't matter. There was no publicity or anything until 
after they'd already passed, and it's too late now. And that, that's and that's kind of my that's where I'm at now because I'm gonna tell you initially, I and, and I haven't heard, and I still haven't heard a lot of of Nipsey Hussle's uh, music, but what I have heard, I did like, and I did and I did respect and fuck with on a certain level. And then when I heard of his passing and all that stuff, I had my feelings towards that and whether or not I felt like, you know, this thing really happened or that thing really happened or whatever. But when I started thinking about it even more and me being like, you know, on Twitter all the time and Instagram and stuff like that, like me seeing all these posts from everybody and all this recognition and these murals and all that stuff. And it's beautiful. It's great. But I'm like, where was this when he was actually here? Like, like, I don't. I don't, I don't understand that, and I don't think I'll ever really grasp that for real, because it's like, okay, he's not here to see this now, though. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and and, and it, people coming out of the woodwork, I feel like the ones who really, like, fucked with him are doing things in secret and in silent. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick wrote a wrote an open letter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 saying yeah, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. They're not going out of their way to do all this stuff, and they're probably looking at these people like, man, they, you know, they just they just jumping on the the emotional thing, you know, like everybody else. But we, it, we out here, you know, we was actually really connected to him. Right. We know what it's really about, and you know, we we doing our stuff, you know, what I'm saying on our own in secret. I I feel like, um, like I said, I was hip to uh, a lot of his younger younger projects, uh, and then my brother Bond, he played a lot of Nipsey for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no idea, like, him doing the marathon on that whole section that he had and yeah. different venues that he actually had. So he was doing what he was supposed to do. But it's just the, the harsh reality of it all is it comes down to, like, uh, what Biggie said. And I quote, nobody to somebody kills you. Yeah. Biggie got yeah. that from somebody. Yeah. And that's the harsh reality. But the, the it doesn't matter if you listen to his music or not. It doesn't matter how big of a fan or I, I heard this before you and me. That's not the point. It's the about point recognizing is greatness. recognizing greatness and then inspiring. And for those that have been doing it, continue to aspire to be great. That's what it takes to be yeah. great and to be remembered. And man, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing off on you, man. You sound like me over there. Man. Oh, man, I sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. But hold on, man. I got to cut you off before you say all my points. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, I, I agree with both. I agree with everybody, man. All right, we... <clears throat> it's uh like I said, I to be honest, I started getting hip to his music last year. For for those who don't know, I, I you know, I attempted to do a magazine last year. It was gonna be first class magazine, you know, the name ain't changed. <laughs> but uh you know, it was just a day I am letting YouTube just play, you feel me? I'm working on, you know, working on the computer, researching and stuff like that. And one of my favorite songs is also on today's intro is the instrumental is right hand to God. That came on and you know, y'all know me, man. Beats catch me first. If the beat nice, I'll go back and listen to the music later. I'll listen to the lyrics later. Like if the beat catch me and like, I'm just listening while I'm doing my research. I'm like, who the fuck? Who is this? Went back, man. I listened to that song eight times in a row. Like instantly after that, I'm like, what other music he got? You know what I mean? So I kind of I became a fan around last year, and then but I did notice, I did know about you know him buying back the block, and yeah. the thing the thing is that that I think it's so crazy. We got all the all of these uh 
musical icons that, you know, in their songs, they talk about how much money they got. You know what I mean? What they can buy, what they can't buy. Oh, they can buy property. You know what I mean? That's cool. So buy some property here. Buy back your hood. You know what I mean? Like, we actually, like, don't... Don't get caught, like you said, Dre, people getting caught up in the emotional part. It's just like, oh, man, you know, I love Nipsey. When you know you just saying that just to ride the trend. The thing is, we, we got to, what I respect about that man so much is that he didn't talk about what he was going to do. He was doing what he what he had to do. You know what I mean? What he felt that was necessary. You know what I'm saying? The only people that knows uh, that know about his business ins and out is whoever he was doing business with. You know what I'm saying? Until it was time for all oh, men, Nipsey Hustle buying up this, buying up this, buying up this. Yeah. Like he was giving young artists jobs in those locations. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, use this as a platform to push your dreams and your careers. Like that, just because you do music don't mean you can just come to me and give me a tape and I'm gonna give you a, a music deal. That's not the way it works. How about you come come put work in the store? You know what I mean? You can sell, you can sell yours or give your, your tapes or your CDs away here. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it's different shit like that, man. We we gotta we gotta put them just like we talked about in uh, measure of a man. It's on it's on us. We we gotta we have to put the money back into the community. That's what, what? I'm expecting what Prince was doing. Yeah. Because like there's a lot of stuff that he's doing. Yeah. But that's greatness right there. Yeah. I mean, but like I, like I was saying, and I can't stress it enough, man. Like I said, us as young entrepreneurs, us as individuals, us as men, shit, us as Daytonians. <laughs> like, because one thing that really, uh, I'm going to quote Peter Griffin here, grinds my gears, is when people say they ain't shit. I, I, I really hate that. Because the reason why dating ain't shit is because it's a whole lot of ain't shit people. Because the people like him. You know what I mean? People that say that's amazing. Just like anywhere you live. So no matter where you live, dating's wherever you make it. Like he quoted Peter Griffin, I'm from Rhode Island. Like <laughs> it's, it's, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. There's people in Rhode Island that are like, fuck Rhode Island. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I grew up in Rhode Island. You know, it's like, yo, Providence ain't shit. Like, none of these people are shit. Like, yo, fuck this place. You come to dance it's like, yo, there ain't nothing to do. Fuck this place. No matter where you go, there's going to be something you don't like. It's what you make of it. It's the company you keep. Like, we're all sitting here chilling out doing a podcast. I'm having a great time. Everybody else is just chilling. It's it's honestly just what you make it. True. Yeah. And I agree, man. And and that's what, and that's my point. If, if you feel like Dayton or wherever you live ain't shit, do something to change it. You know what I mean? Like, one... I, I'm I'm gonna be a kid in the candy store when it's finally all the way built. Man, they probably they trying to bring the arcade back. Hey, yeah, like what? Yeah. I was mad by by the time I got to school to be able to go, it was shut down. I'm pissed that my kids get to be able to go. Now they gonna skip school and go to the arcade. <laughs> Meet them there. Like, oh, ain't you supposed to be at school? You said what? My bad. It's kind of back in the way. I mean, there's a yeah. 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 But I'm just I'm just saying that it's a lot of people that that try to run away from the city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's nothing wrong if you need to change the scenery. It's not, it's all understandable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I, I don't mind. Oh, what's up, Mark? <laughs> what up? But 
But uh, I don't mind. She want to move to California. You know, I got a couple of friends that you know after not too long after graduation, they moved to Cali. They, they, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. But all I'm saying is, don't shit on your hometown. You know what I mean? That that's really all I'm saying. If you if you have to move, if you want to move, if you feel like it's a uh uh better better for what you're trying to do, that's great. You know what I'm saying? Do do what's positive for you. All I'm saying, what I don't like is. Is when people either leave or about to leave and just shit on shit on what gave you your goddamn roots. You know what right. I mean? Like right. you born and raised right here. This Dayton, this city gave you your roots. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, they say they always say my bad, James. Uh, they always say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Shit. Me personally, I feel like shit. If you can make it in Dayton, you can make it anywhere. Depending on what part of Dayton you, you grew up in, like yeah. me personally, I feel like I can go anywhere in this guy in the guy in the United States of America and be fine. I feel a couple of ways about it. For one, uh, I was just talking to my uh, younger brother uh, about he actually had plans to uh, open up. Well, after he gets his money rolling, he had this little scheme about little sections, and then when the Nipsey Hustle thing happened. He kind of stopped and we had a conversation and he was just like, a week ago, a week before he passed, we was just talking about this. Don't let little stuff like that discourage you. I say, but pay attention to the grace. Like, uh, I've been watching a lot of little boozy um, interviews and a lot of OG interviews from Master P and everybody about why they leave once they get successful. It's a hurtful thing, but it's just when you get out there and you move to LA and you start doing good or whatever, send money back. It's kind of messed up that you can't necessarily go back. <coughs> and it's, don't let that discourage you. That's the only way I can put it. And then for two, if you can't make it where you're from, you can't make it anywhere. I know there are exceptions. I know there are exceptions, but you've been here your whole life. Dayton, for example, is big, but it's small at the same time. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, like Jonah was saying, there are going to be likes and dislikes of a whole lot of different things. But if you can't make it or strive to be great, I don't care if you got 150 haters for everything you do. For one, if you ain't got no haters, you're doing something wrong. So that's why I stand behind you. You can't be great where you're from. Don't think it's going to be just as easy just because you move here or right. there or there. Yeah, because I mean, you're gonna have the same criticism and opposition everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, I agree. I agree. And just playing that devil's advocate. I mean, it is people that make it because sometimes you gotta, you gotta. People, it's fucked up, but people support stuff that they don't know. You know what I mean? Like here, yeah, Dayton is big, like you said, but Dayton is small. But when you know people, it's like I don't have to support him. I know him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no, fuck that. Then when you go somewhere new and people don't know you, everything is new to them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, James, funny guy James. Let's say you wanted to be a stand-up comedian. You try to be a stand-up comedian here, but we're like, you're not that funny to me. I know you. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, I'm not just saying me. I'm just saying like, but like, I know you. Like, I, I kick it with you. Like, we chill. Like, but then you can go somewhere else. Out the blue, and they like, bro. He is hilarious, man. But I am hilarious, though. Personally, I know it's sad. I am. I've made everybody laugh, but my fault. I mean, but everybody that made everybody else laugh, so we all funny. Nah, I get that. Yeah, that whole. 
Hey, All right, what? you need to wear a sweater vest, and then you can be Doug. <laughs> oh, yeah, if we gonna talk, we go. If we gonna talk, we can. You know, we can. We what? Don't, we can do this now. Right? Oh, get him! Not playing. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that on the show. But uh, you have something you want to say real quick, Jenna? Yeah, like to piggyback off what James said. Like, no matter what, it's a struggle. You know, you get people that you can't make it here, so you switch around. Like I went through it all personally. You know, I moved. Like what? In the past three years, I moved between states seven times between Damn. Ohio, Vermont, and Rhode Island. Literally, like I'm not from Ohio. I've been here since I was 12, though. You know what I mean? I'm producing my music and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like you guys said, you can't shit on where you're from. You can't shit on your roots. That's what made you. That's what, that's who you are. It molded you. Like all my music that I do, I always talk about like you know I'm in a Providence state of mind because I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. Right. I'm in Dayton, but I'm not repping Dayton because I'm not. From here, you got to stick and be true to who you are and what started you and made you what you are in general. Yeah, but you're definitely repping Dayton. You got that uh, that gemstone on, on your hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you didn't know, Dayton is the gem city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Shouts out to people like you. Like, yes. too. like I'm sorry I came on so abruptly, but I'm so tired. If you're not from Dayton, don't talk about Dayton. Because I hate people that come from Florida, wherever you from, you come to my city, you trash my city so bad. Yeah. Like, but you not gonna like it once I get out to wherever you from, and I just start trashing where you Cause from. I'm like, cause I'm if like, you don't uh, like it, leave. I'm like, leave. We need splash. You hear? Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Get right? But if you can't trash it. You hear what the rest of us. Winter, winter never stops. You never know. <laughs> you can don't put nothing up. You feel me? I don't. Yeah. When you know it's spring now, people put up put up their jeans and their sweatpants. I don't put nothing up. No, I might tuck it back, but it's still available. Like what I want, when I want. I ain't gonna lie. It was it was it was summertime, man. I, it was a couple years ago. I swear, I came outside and it was cold. I'm like, bro, it's July, yo. <laughs> look at the but, last uh, few months we had in Dayton. Man, look, that's 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 shit. We supposed to be in spring. Look, like, I'm used to it, bro. What? I ain't gonna lie, but it don't grind my gears. But it just—it's a—it's kind of a pet peeve, man. Because everybody be like, bro, oh my god, like, bro, where have you been at, bro? Like, you knew, you knew what this was, bro. Well, I've been born and raised here. I know what to expect every year, <laughs> Like, I get shocked. I get shocked when we don't have a cold winter. I'm like, what? It's like, also next year about to be shitty as fuck. Yeah, if we have, if we have about to get slammed. <laughs> Like, you know, we might not get the snow, but it'd be burr outside. Yeah, excuse me. When we get outside. Well, come on, bro. We don't speak that 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 blasphemy. <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> hey, shout out to Triangle Park, man. I hope they really oh, yeah, 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 yeah. down here in Triangle Park and start practicing. Bring money to the city, man. Yeah. Don't stay in the city. People, that's that's something that uh, uh, a historical fact that people didn't know that that one of the first was the first NFL game first, was yeah. in Dayton. Well, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah. But right now, this is a part of the show where we uh we shout out local businesses, or local podcasts, or you know, or just businesses or, or friends or you know that people that we know. So, uh, my bad, I just had a brain fart and I was looking at the live. My fault. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for me, uh, I'm a shout out. Uh, you know what I always shout out? The Link Entertainment, AOD, uh, shit. Hey, shout out to, uh, shout out to, uh, Chef James, my dad, for real, man. He got, uh, he been doing, uh, the, 
full meal preps in case you're trying to get fit. That's probably is next he, week or the week. I'm about to say, is he, is he, is he, um, gonna, he, come, he coming down, isn't he? He's going to come to the show? He's going to come to the show. And actually, I think later on this month, uh, they're having like a barbecue off or something in the city. And uh, he's going to be doing that. And they got a catfish thing going on, I think. That's this month or next month, too. He's going to be in that. So, hey, it's for my dad's chef. I mean, where, where, where can they find him at? You can find him on Facebook. <laughs> James, see, James, like, James, 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 ADR because he already here, you know. What I mean, he, he got a nice uh, collection of music that's either already dropped or coming soon. That's nice. Video man Jimmy, he out not here so doing his pure, video thing, so man. Well, what, not so pure. Not so pure. All right, cool. Not so. Pure. Hey, <laughs> well, if you know Jimmy, then you know it's not so pure. He, he like it could be, but I don't think I'm that pure myself. Right, 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 right. So, uh. Also, to uh, my homie, uh, Phil D. Suevos, you know, dope producer coming up, you know, saying he's been making beats for a long time. Uh, uh, I rock with him. He drops stuff on SoundCloud all the time. Um, also, my homie, DJ B. Honeycombs. He's been doing a lot of good what up, what stuff. What up, what up, DJ Honeycombs? Um, you know, saying he could, he could DJ whatever you want, whenever you want, whenever you want. Uh, as long as the, you know what I'm saying, as long as the people is good and the money's right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or just the situation is cool all together. Like, he's a good guy doing a lot of stuff, man. He puts together some good stuff in the city. Um, and, uh... Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd like to give a few shout-outs, you know. I go by Aether, but, you know, I started out in Dayton more so. Aether? Yeah. Aether's like, you know... It's like a, more of an out-of-dimensional like life force. In other words, saying my skills and my talents are out of this world. You know, I'm original. Mm. I'm unique. You feel me? I like that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So I like to give a shout-out. You know, I started doing this a little more heavy after sitting down, talking to my man, Not So Pure, and talking to Dre, ADR Eternal over here. It made me want to get back into my music and, you know, stop putting it off and procrastinating. But, yeah, so shout-outs to ADR. Shout-outs to Not So Pure. You know, he's giving his time, coming out here recording, trying to get better at his stuff. You know, shout-outs to my boy Jamel. He's trying to go big dancing. You know, the kid, she a rapper out there in Indiana, do shows every week and shit like that. You know, big shows. So, hope everybody stay doing good things, man. It's our generation. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like I tell like a lot of people, man, it's a, it's a movement going on. Oh, I just recently found out that uh, my little cousin, her name is Asia, she, she started a uh, cooking, cooking yeah. business. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, today, shoot, she might be out of food. I'm man, now I'm mad. Because <laughs> I've seen the plate. I'm like, what? That's wanging, man. She made some uh like shrimp, chicken pop Cajun pasta with pineapple upside down cake. Yeah, I'm not just pissed at everybody. You're talking about, you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> bro, now you're I'm not watering right now. Like, oh bro, whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? Guess what? If y'all was on time, we would have been done and we would have been able to go uh, support. So, okay. so but we were here though. Right. Everybody wasn't here. Facts. Wow. But no, I'm just saying, y'all, man. This is uh, and uh, her. I think her her business name is uh, Flavors from A to Z. So just be on the lookout, man. And and. And what I try to tell people all the time uh, about our podcast and about what we're trying to do, man, we're we're young entrepreneurs, man, and and, and we support each other. Yeah. That that's like if we just got support from everybody that's being the entrepreneur, just from that, like it's a whole movement going on that the outside world, even in Dayton, doesn't even know. You know what I mean? Like you got people that work their nine to fives. You know what I mean? And they might see you every day. They might say, hey, what's up, Dre? What's up, Jonah? What's up, James? What's up, Jimmy? What's up, E? Like, hey, how y'all doing? Like, man, I'm tired, man. I'm, I got to do this show. I got to do this research. Like, hold on, what? What are you doing? Like, you know, I'm just go to work and go home? No. I got other shit that I want out of life, man. I, like, my thing is, man, I don't want to be rich. I don't want to be famous. I want to be wealthy and well off. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need the limelight. I don't need to be on the red carpet. I don't need none of that. <laughs> you are right, Jim. Yeah, I'm cool. I don't have a quiet sleeve. I'm cool. I'm funny about that. Yeah, no, you funny guy, James. You funny guy, James. I told you I was funny. What are you looking at? I told you I was funny. I ain't know if we had to cut it and rush you out. I have a seizure. For real. But, yeah, man. So, we, you know, that's what it's all about, bro. It's just about... Connecting with each other and, and, and building building bridges, man. Building them walls, man. Building them ladders for everybody to climb up. The thing is, what, what happens is people climb up the ladder and they pull that mug up there with them. No, send it back down. Yeah, send the ladder back down for the next man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Trying to stay up there, right? Everybody has to be up there. Yeah, and like, and, and I don't know. If people think that I'm just saying it. I really feel this way. I really want all my friends and all my family to succeed in life. I really do. I don't. I don't have no type of hate to where somebody. Oh man, they're better. They're better than me right now. Like no. If anything, man, it pushes me. You know what I'm saying? It's fuel for me. Like uh, my brother Siege. Shout out to Siege and the Link Entertainment. He he was in his business. He been in, in his business for a little while now. He got his he got his own podcast. You know what yeah, I mean? Out of the country. You know what I mean? But he started it off and it was like everybody was doing something and my part was missing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of like forced me to just buckle down and like, look, it's time to do it. But if you yeah. I was just to be honest, just a, a quick story about me, I was I was scared of change. Not 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 of change itself, but I was, I'm like, uh, Dre, you was here on the last episode. Uh, our biggest fear, my biggest fear is failing, failure. I was scared to, to put my all into something and then fall on my fucking face. I just was, you know what I mean? But with that comes success. You know what I mean? We tried it. We tried the, we tried the magazine that didn't work. Oh, speaking of magazine, ah, oh, man, forget his name. <laughs> But he's uh he's trying he's trying to do a magazine, man. I think he's gonna call it nine it's gonna be called nine three seven. But I think he spell out nine and then it's just a three, number three, and number seven after that. 
met him last night, man, just on the walk pass. He was trying to promote his business and stuff like that. So I took his number down, and we're gonna try to. Uh, I'm gonna try to get him in here on the show but eventually. That's, but that's uh, one important thing. Just like uh, whatever you pray for and whatever you wish for, if you don't put in the work, what they uh, what they saying? Uh, what was Swisher Houses? I was a big Southern music guy like back in the day. He used to say, uh, Michael Five Thousand Watts used to say, "You don't work, you don't eat. You don't run, you don't shine." So oh, you gotta always. That was a Southern thing. Oh, Michael 5,000 watts. Bruh, listen, my mom used to tell me that shit all the time. She said, a man that don't work, don't eat, period. And then the grind and shine, I thought I made that up on my own. <laughs> I no, said, as far as I'm concerned, I made, I made it up. I came up with that. You like, you by who? I want a lawsuit. I got my money. Who? What you gonna sue me for? What you gonna sue me for? My microphone? Man, give me that microphone, son. Nah, you gonna have to fight me. <laughs> you gotta put me down. Like, whatever, man. You nah, this is my life right here. This mic, what? This mic in these headphones, man. This is therapy, man. <laughs> this is therapy, man. All right, man. So, uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, degree versus trade. <laughs> what you say, Trey? Uh, yeah, I would say trade, honestly. I say trade too, but the reason why I brought this up as a topic is because uh, a lot of people we get caught a lot of uh, a lot of people get caught up in you have to go to college, you know. Well, degrees are great because uh, it gives you access to certain things that you might not have access to because, like, your you know there are facilities and there are like organizations and stuff that are paying for certain things that opens up doors for you, you can make more connections and stuff like that. Whereas a lot of trades are like kind of like a smaller kind of a thing. And it's about like, like a, a, a more of a united, united kind of a union between people and like, you know, people that are working together. But like ha having a degree works in certain areas that you're trying to, that you're trying to be in. <clears throat> but if you want to do more like, um, you know, either, phys you know, either physical labor type of thing, or or some type of like engineering, or some type of like, you know, things like that. Those are great trades. Are great for that type of stuff. But I feel like I feel like trades bring degrees. Just like you know, I'm in a trade. It's not <laughs> classified as a trade. You know, the tool and die and whatnot. But once I found out that. They have an apprenticeship program once I'm working really, really hard. I'm really, really close to closing in on that. Yeah. But then, too, they reimburse me for the schooling that I do. Yeah. Trades bring degrees. I'd rather be in a trade getting my money and then and then have them pay for school. So now they're paying for me to go to school, too, and I'm still yeah. making money. Then pay all this money and be in the negative for having a degree and working a job I don't have a degree in. I mean, what about, yeah, I mean, yeah, but what about people who want to be like a lawyer? Or that takes school, but then, but then the next thing you're gonna get hit with right when you get out of school is what? Oh, you're lacking experience. Me, the least. But that's what. But that's what I'm saying. That but that's but that's what I'm saying. That's that trade that brings a degree. Yeah, I mean, but but what I'm saying is that's the reason why I brought the stock pick up. Because at first, when you just look at it on paper, you're like, bro, that's not a topic. <laughs> but evidently it is, man, because people feel like you have to go to college. You know what I mean? 
we we grow up thinking that after high school, college. You know what I mean? But then me and my mom used to get into a to an argument. R.I.P. to moms. But uh, because I got older and I told her that college is overrated. And I still feel that way. Now, do I want my children to go to college? Hell yeah, I do. Do I want my nieces to go to college? Yeah. Not unless they tell me something different. You know what I'm saying? If they tell me, like, hey, dad, I don't want to go to college. I want to do bang, 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 bang. As long as they have a plan and a goal, like, okay, cool. We can work with that. Everybody's not built for college. How many people, they don't, that's the statistic that don't nobody know. How many people go in for their freshman year? How many of those people leave their freshman year and never go back? But you still owe all this money. Right. Sally Mae still got to get her goddamn cheese. But you, but you see what I'm saying? When, when you go, when you, no, but, but, but listen, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, James. James, hold on, I got this one. I got this one. What I'm saying is when it comes to it, when it comes to a trade, what, what, you're, what you said, that's an internship. You get an unpaid internship. But when you're but when you're an apprentice, when you're an apprentice, like an apprentice to a trade, you get paid for it. Like they, what they do is it's it's a couple. Who, I see what y'all saying too. Do if you're for doing stuff like uh, if you want to be uh, like my homie who used to do uh, uh, what was that? Uh, like dye press or not? Yeah, something kind of along the lines of that. You get paid like, for that. You get paid for that. I'm doing because you, you, no, right you got to. Uh, this is what I'm saying because I, I used to work around dye presses. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's a hands-on job. Yeah. You feel me? Like when you get trained to do it, like you you have to do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not just a a job shadow. You shadow somebody for a half a year and then boom, they give you the job. Now you get paid. No, like you got to do that shit. You got to do that shit. Like uh, one thing that people don't know, I'm actually an, uh, an apprentice electrician. Well, at least I used to be, <laughs> but I feel like trade. If we, if we teach kids more, like how we said earlier about instead of giving them what we never had, teaching them things that we didn't know. Now, if I would have known, like really known that going for a trade would be better for me now as an adult, then I really would have focused in on it more. But I went to electrician school. It was an accelerated program. It was new. It's shut down now because a lot of businesses, you still get the same thing as far as getting a degree. I, I finished this class. It was an accelerated program. It was uh, they crammed two years into like two and a half months. So I get out. I had a uh, I had a uh, B average, you know what I'm saying? Which for me in school that was fucking excellent, bro. That was excellent. Like I wasn't I was never the best student. Like not saying that I'm stupid. I just was lazy and went to sleep or talked all class. But you know what I'm saying? It was a trade, so I was in it. You know what I mean? And we did a lot of hands on stuff. So we we had to wire a whole a whole house. So it was a uh, they had carpentry, they had masonry, and they had electricians. So they had the carpenters. Uh, well, one of the, uh, the people that did the masonry job, they they made up a whole little block, little center block. You know what I'm saying? Big ass block. Then the carpenters came in and they built built the house, the framework of a house. And then we had to come in and do the electrical work. You know what I mean? We had to put in switches, uh, overhead lights, uh, the whole the whole uh, 
cable box. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The whole uh, fuse box. Mm -hmm. And it was hands-on. And then when I got out, I was 18. And I was, I got out. I was still, you know, hungry for it. I, mm -hmm. I researched. I seen how much money I can start off making in Ohio. Like, yeah. but I was about to move for real because I seen I can make $25 an hour starting off in, in New York. I'm like, what? Yeah. There we go. So, I was looking for jobs here, man, and everybody was like, well, did you go to school? I'm like, yeah, I just got out of school. They're like, okay, what school is this? So I tell them the school, they're like, nah, I've never heard of that. So I got to explain to them that it's, a, it's an accelerated program. They're like, no, you can't cram two years into two months. I'm sorry, you don't have enough experience. Yeah. I'm like, bruh, I know how to bend conduit. I know how to wire this. I know how to, bruh, I, I know what I'm doing. It's still fresh. Just give me a job. Let me let me go to work with you for a couple. You know what I'm saying? And they and nobody, nobody, nobody would give me a chance. And the one chance that I could have took, but you know, a mother being a mother, she felt like I was gonna be too young to be out there on my own like that. I had a chance to uh to go down to Katrina and help rebuild Katrina. All that electrical work, man. But I didn't get a chance to do it. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> bro, when I say when I say I begged my mom for like two months, bro, like, like for like two months, I'm like, ma, like, bro, when I say it was bringing in cheese, like I wasn't even like I'm 18, 19, bro. I'm like, I'm not even going to spend all this money. I can send 80% of it back here to you. You know what I mean? But, you know, I mean, I, I, I can understand now as a parent, you feel me, how she was feeling. 18 years old, no family, New Orleans. Ain't feeling it. Where? You going where? They, they still, they still, at that time, they were still finding bodies. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got dark places. Everybody down there is going to be twice my age. You know what I mean? She didn't want me to go down there and get taken advantage of. Which I try to show her, like, I'm a thug. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. But, just to wrap it all up, as far as a uh, degree in trade, as far as on my point, is that it, I feel like it's, it's, it's on you. You know what I mean? I don't feel like you have to have a degree to be successful. But if whatever field you want to do in life, you need a degree to do it, then by all means, go to college. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like college is necessary for a lot of different things. You know what I mean? It teaches you how to be on your own. I've never stayed on campus. I'm kind of, I'm mad and I regret that I didn't. But also, I was smart enough to know that I was just going to waste my parents' money. I was, man. I, I was going to go to college. But, yeah, but I was going to go to college and party and I was going to pledge. That's it. I was, I was going to pledge, play ball, get some girls and party like that's it like what you give me my homework but I ain't got nobody making me do my homework but man I ain't doing nothing I'm doing all of this shit last week you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm that guy that you be like but why is he talking to that nerdy girl because he's doing my homework leave me alone <laughs> go bro this is my girl today leave me alone man I done bought her something to eat we're, we're reviewing notes. <laughs> I don't have new notes. It's all her notes, man. <laughs> you got something you want to touch on? Uh, yeah, like slightly from the topic, like between degree and trade, I feel like honestly, the only real difference that sets them apart is regardless whether you succeed in your degree or not, at the end of the day, when you do your schooling, you're the one that still ends up with that huge bill 
and based off of internships, whether it's paid or unpaid, that in my to me personally, that's all up to you. Because if like for example, tattoo internships, I've did a few of those. It's like if you do, you know, minimal work and it's you just do, you do tats? Yeah. We gonna talk. How do I not know that until just now? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, yeah. well, yeah. well yeah. you didn't ask the right yeah. question. If you don't, if you don't ask, you don't get told. You feel me? But it's like, for example, like tattoo internships. If you do, you know, minimal work and it's you know subpar and it's average. Guess what? That internship is gonna be exactly the meaning of that. It's gonna be an unpaid internship. But if you're doing good work and shit, and you got people that want to come, be like, oh yeah, his work don't look too bad. You know, I'll try him out. Guess what? You get paid for that because at the end of the day. It's all about your experience on paper and what you can show you can do. You start off as unpaid, but within a few days, you can show that your shit's good and you can, you know, keep up with everybody else. That unpaid internship, you're still in an internship, but now you're getting paid for that shit. Right. It, it, it's, it's all on you and what you can do and how you can perceive and, like, you know, show your best redeeming qualities. That's what it all is, honestly, like, regardless what you do. Right. All right. Well, to move on, and y'all know me, I know... I know you know. I know y'all know. ADR and funny guy James ain't the huge uh, sports fans. LeBron ain't in it. Dwayne Wade's done. But guess what? We're gonna we're gonna have a brief moment about sports. One big shout out to D Wade, man. He doing and and Dirk and Dirk, and Dirk man. They did they fair there. Give my man, you know Kobe. I mean, we big Kobe, man. We big Kobe. We got we talking about we talking about. I throw paper trash bag. Still young Kobe though. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Okay, that's cool. But let me, let me, let me, let me talk my sports real quick, yo. For y'all non-sports fans and shit, talking, man, look, listen, listen. Shout, shout out to Dwayne Wade and Dirk. Like I said. <laughs> and guess what? LeBron is not in the playoffs. Well, guess what? Guess what? I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this too. Fuck the Lakers. Oh, oh, whoa. Whoa. Not, no, 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 no cutthroating over here. No. But y'all gonna lose tonight. See y'all party. Exactly. I don't care who you play because we ain't making it far. We ain't making. We ain't making it, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Y'all play. I don't even know who is playing. Because it's not the. It's not the. No. That's why I get a personal on the mic, and that's why it's just me and y'all talking sports. Because I'm the sports guy, and your team ain't top of the line. Shit, we about to go all the way. Trash. In your mind, you go wherever you want, man. <laughs> always, 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 man. My nickname in middle school is Spaceman because I go places. You know what I'm saying by myself. Especially because you watch that old cartoon. I watch my old. You know, you tell me. That was hey, oh, real, real quick, real quick. Though. Speaking of old cartoons, <laughs> you know, cartoons wasn't really made for kids that we used to watch. They really wasn't. I just yeah, think about the saw. He was sitting there, like you know, making sexual jokes. I'm like. Bruh, we watched that? Ren and Stimpy was not for kids. Nah, like we watched it? Nah. Rocco's Daughter in Life was not for kids. The turtle, the turtle, he was a uh, uh, a talk sex operator, bruh. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh baby, oh baby, bro, that, I'm like, oh my god, my parents don't let me watch. Older. But we like we was talking about kids earlier. No, we the corrupt ones. Yeah, dude, that works. Uh, uh, what was that? Space ghost. Oh, space ghost, coast to coast. No, none of that shit for kids. Look at adults. How many? I know all y'all did it because I know I did it, bro. You sitting there late at night, you know, you don't share a room with your parents. You're in a room by yourself. You know, damn right, bro. Hit that one more. You supposed to be sleeping for school. Yo, ass up watching that motherfucking Family Guy and Futurama, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, damn yeah. sure you shouldn't have been watching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of. I let my kids watch it. I ain't gonna lie. Look, we did it. That's what I'm saying. We did it. We watched something we didn't even know. Cause guess what? Cause we was too stupid to get the jokes. Yeah. Guess what? They don't get the jokes. It's a cartoon. They get hurt. They do crazy stuff. Well, actually, I'm smart, so I got something. Yeah. All right. Well, 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 these days are kind of like that too. Like, 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 you actually sit and watch what your kids are watching. Oh yeah. They're gonna pick up on that stuff and be like, oh, like, hold up, dude. But what I, but what I, but what I do is, but what I do is, man, I look to see if they get the joke. Yeah. Like, if you get the joke, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. We cut, we cutting it, we cutting it. But if you just. Well, All right, cool. That's fine. Yeah, if you laughing just because everybody else is laughing, yeah, you don't get it. That's fine. You can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he said this like, oh, nah. But there was this one cartoon I can't remember the name, and it was on Netflix. It was about a cat, and it was animated. But this cat was not no Tom and Jerry, bro. Mm. This cat was drinking, having sex, everything. <laughs> and no lie, Ariana was watching it, but it was a couple years ago, bro. So she had to be like eight. You feel me? And I'm just walking past, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, cartoon. I ain't never seen this one. It looks like a it's an older cartoon. Like it was made in like the eighties. You feel me? So I'm like, bro, no, for real, bro. I can't. I, it's like it was called like that. that. It was called Gangster Cat. No, nah, nah, it was like it was like the Nine Lives or something, something, whatever his name was, the cat. And it was like he got caught having sex with this other cat, and her dude walked in. It was this big ass pig. <laughs> like, bro, like I'm watching, like bro, bro, like for real, like it showed it showed areolas and everything, bro. I'm looking, I'm like, what is this? Cut this off! Like, what did you watch? She like, it's a cartoon, daddy. No, it's not. It's not a, just not a kids' cartoon. And I ain't gonna lie. Then later on that night, I watched it myself. And I'm like, man, this is not for kids. Now, a, lot them, a lot of them cartoons, hey, you get that. Uh, what's it called? Super happy fun time. And I see my little cousin watching. She like eight years old. I'm like, once says okay, I, you know, I see a moose and. You know, just different animals. I'm like, oh, oh, y'all in the theme park. Cool, roller coaster. Yeah, good. Do you. You got this. Go to the bathroom, come back. Why I see Moose get hit by the roller coaster, body half, like, decapitated, guts everywhere. I'm like, whoa, wait, why is this under the kids section of Netflix? It's a savage, man. It's a savage life, man. <laughs> savage life if we live. But, like I said, I'm briefly talking about sports, man. The Wayne Wade and Beck is retiring. It is playoff time. It is playoff time. But also, when it's playoff time, football, we got draft day. So all my football fans were getting a little bit, uh, a little bit closer to the kickoff. I don't know about y'all, but Patriots. I can. Yeah. Oh, man. This man just. I'm from New England, bro. I'm from New England. Speaking of football, this man right here, Ian Carter, trashed me in Madden. 
I wasn't gonna say nothing. I, 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 I don't I will never cheat, bro. I'll win, bro. I'll win. Yeah, TP's on Xbox. No, I had to ask him. Like, I'm like, Jay, do you do you want to play this out? Like, at first he was like, why not? I'm like. All right, because I was taking like I'm gonna score again. Yeah, he was like, like, bro, like, bro, I'm gonna score again. Ah. I'm like, you think so? You're like, man, I'm gonna score again. Because one, I took it easy on him in the first quarter, but he looked like he knew what he was doing. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm trying to take it easy on you, Dre, but you you making a couple of plays that I uh, get a little nervous. So, I was like, so you know, you know where he fucked up at, right? He was like, man, don't take it. I'm like, you want me to show you why everybody don't like playing playing with me? He's like, all right, whatever. And I wax his head. He did like eight picks. <laughs> I started throwing some ridiculousness. He's like, no, that's my fault. No, that's my fault. You thought he was open. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he looked like he was open. You didn't see that safety over top. That's my fault. But, uh, but yeah, that's enough about sports. But one last quick topic before we wrap it all the way up, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was drinking the other day, and I was thinking about drinking games. <laughs> so I'm like, what is like, what's what's what type of drinking games do y'all like to play, man? Because I know, I know we got the one that's inevitable, which is uh, all we do is call bonsai, and everybody got to take yeah, a drink. Speaking exactly. speaking of bonsai, let's get it. <laughs> I like the beer pong. Me and Nassau Pure played beer pong with the. Uh, we played it. Then we looked up online. There was this new method. It was like uh. Like those has an Anne Frank shot and shit. You set up your shit. You get all your stuff on the table. But then there's that one final cup you still gotta hit. You put it anywhere you want. That's within vision of the person. And then you gotta hit that like impossible shot. Right. That was the shit. That was fun as hell. Like impossible as hell. Like he ended up putting one like in the kitchen back in like them little baskets, them netted baskets that sit up top on the ceiling and shit. He sat the cup in there. So I sat his cup behind the clock. Like, hey, we had a game similar to that, but we was drunk and we just made it up. We kind of just stashed cups everywhere, like everywhere, like kind of what you're saying now. Like it was cups everywhere. And we just sat on the cap, sat on the couch and I attempted certain shots. If I yeah. made, if I made it, everybody got it was like horse. Yeah. Like if I made it, you at least got to try it or you got to take a drink. Yep. You know what I mean? It was crazy. It was wild. But one of one of the games, uh, drinking games that we used to do back in the day, was called uh, Save the Queen. Y'all, y'all hit to Save the Queen. Uh, nah. All right. Well, look. This is what you do, man. You get a <laughs> niggas used to cheat on this too, <laughs> but you get a little like a little token. You know what I mean? It can be anything. One thing I didn't use was money because you know money is is dirty and shit. Yeah. But we'll get a uh, some type of little token, man. And if I dropped this token. Let's say I got it, and I dropped it in your cup. You gotta chug whatever's in your cup. Mm-hmm. But people used to cheat because they used to take stuff and do like this over their cup. They used to put a whole blanket over their cup. Like, bro, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if you made a trick shot, you had to finish your cup and my cup. So if you sitting over there, Dre, and I'm like, uh, oof, boop, and it pops right in your cup, you gotta. Kill your cause you gotta save her, bro. She drowning. You gotta save the queen. <laughs> yeah. She drowning. You gotta finish your cup. Boom. And finish mine. Cause 
I done did a trick shot or off your chest or something like that, yeah. man. That I mean, I used to play beer pong. I'm not a. I'm not the best. No, I like to drink. I'm pretty dope. Pretty with beer pong. I, like I, I just want to say I'm pretty, pretty freaking dope at beer pong. I can't think of a beer pong. Yeah. We gotta have a beer pong, and we gotta go ahead and get some beer pong. Yeah. The games that I've lost in beer pong, I, I can count on one hand. I'll put you like that. I like the game me and Nassau Pierre came up with. You just take us out of playing cards. And, I, and I'll start yes. off not necessarily doing nothing spectacular, <coughs> but then like, once it gets like, halfway through the game, what? I just have this amazing comeback. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but that's what, that's what games is all about. Any, any game is like, I'm losing. We down. But guess what, bro? We about to make history. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. Shout out to my dude Rabbi, man. He one of the best beer, beer pong players I know. And then uh Scoops, shout out, man. My bad, the already home podcast crew, man. Shout yes, out to yes. them. Uh, but oh, yeah, what, what uh, what drinking game I, I wanted to play is like watching certain movies, and every time a character does something or say something, <laughs> you got to take a shot or take a drink. See, I never, I never <laughs> got into that because. You know, we like drinking around here, so it's like you're not gonna get everybody's patience to watch the yeah, movie. That, that take time. I just want to get drunk. Like we just want to like, <laughs> like the thing yeah. was, this is what we came up with. Like I said, it was called. We just say bonsai, right? That's mm-hmm. take one drink, and then you know, everybody pretty much played Call of Duty, so everything yeah. after that was Call of Duty terms. So you got a, you got bonsai, then you got double tap, so that means you got to take two. Mm-hmm. You got mule kick, so that means you got to take three. Fourth wall, you gotta take four, five, five or five. Like, like I'm just saying, we, we low, we low. Super like, great. By, by the end of the movie, everybody's trash. Like you watch Hustle and Flow, every time he says man, you gotta take a drink. Bruh, like, bruh. <laughs> he say, bruh, it's like one part where he say man like six times. I mean, you know what I'm saying, man, skinny man, hey man, skinny man. You do it like six times in a row, I'm like bro, you be sitting there like, it's like, like he finish this movie. <laughs> right, like I mean, I feel it. I just know people think I patience through a whole movie and drink. Like, okay, I'm sober and we're gonna watch this movie. My cup gonna be gone, and I, cause I'm just watching. It. I'm like, bro, this is a good. This is my favorite part. Like, e, you're not playing the game. Let me fuck this game. Let's just drink. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but nah, I just wanted to talk on that, man. I thought that was a a little uh, on the. Interesting, a little lighter note, <laughs> and then you know, of course, we about to get up out of here, man. Thank you, uh, thank you, everybody. That's uh, oh yeah, Ashley, you remember saying the queen? <laughs> yeah, people used to cheat, bro. I was the king at saving the queen. You know what I'm talking about? I was the best. I'm the best at everything. If you didn't know, now you know. But we gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. Uh, I do want to give a, a special shout out to Jonah, music producer. He's here in the building. So before we wrap it up, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get your 15 minutes of fame. I mean, don't take 15 minutes, but you know what I mean. Tell tell the people who you are, what you do, where they can find you, and all of that, man. Nah, you know, I just be doing my music, chilling, not so pure, and ADR. You know, getting second opinions on what I do before I do everything. Take a while, you know, make sure you perfect your shit before you try and put it out to other people. I mean, you'll find me under Aether on SoundCloud. It's Aether Takeover. You know what I mean? Spell it. Uh, it's A3TH3R. That's how it's, like, the name itself. But it's literally just A-E-T-H-E-R and take over, no spaces for SoundCloud. 
Uh, I'm up on Soundtrap as Aether. Same way, produced beats and all. Same thing, like, you know, we went out, did some movies, Not So Pure, with ADR and stuff like that. You know, so shout outs to them, of course. But, you know, we just out here in Dayton trying to be the local talent, trying to get a come up, help each other, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. What's up, uh, funny guy James? How can they find you, man? Come oh, on. Uh, Facebook, James. <laughs> and it's a junior, uh, I got a Snapchat, uh, James E, and then uh, I got an Instagram. I do have an Instagram. Funny guy James on Instagram, 937. Man. Funny guy James, 937. I'm a Pokemon Go. Oh, my God. You know, in case you want to, I need more friends you can never have. That guy, 937, man, on Pokemon Go. What's up? You need to trade up, do some raids. <laughs> <laughs> on this. Oh, we good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Pokemon. Ah, <laughs> got you too, don't worry. Nobody asked you. I, I, I didn't get Nobody asked you. Yeah, so. All of y'all are dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm well. What about you, Dre? Dre, where, uh, where can everybody find you, man? Yeah, yeah, you already know, man. I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, <clears throat> uh, Snap. Uh, I'm not even going to say my Snapchat. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as ADR Eternal, uh, ADR.Eternal, whatever you want to, you know, say whatever you want to type in. I come up either way. You know what I'm saying? If you want to put me in on Google, ADR Eternal, ADR.Eternal, whatever you want to do. I'm also on SoundCloud as well. And I'm also on YouTube under ADR Eternal. You know what I'm saying? Got a couple projects on all streaming sites as well. ADR Eternal. Look me up on there. I'm out here. <laughs> you like Google. Hey, have y'all ever Googled yourself? Yeah, yeah. I have, and I didn't find anything else. Highly disappointed. I don't. I, I'll be happy. I'll me. be happy when I don't find shit. My name, my name is Eric Carter, man. You know what I mean? White people's name, Eric Carter. So you Google Eric Carter, bro. You gonna see a whole bunch of white people, bro. Yeah, yeah. You might catch a couple mug shots, but that's about it. No, that's not me. Get out there for you. Yeah, not me. You can look at that shit, my man. Trash. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But nah, man, it's your man E. Carter, man. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Eric Carter. Uh, you can also catch me on Snapchat as Easy underscore 937. I'm on Instagram under Space Ninja 87. That is Space Ninja 87 on the gram. You feel me? Uh, we are also on Twitter under Class. Underscore class LLC on Twitter. Uh, and we're also trying to make this YouTube page and, and get more videos and stuff on that. So before we leave, I just want to give another just another shout out and just let y'all know that we are trying to start advertisement. So all you entrepreneurs out here that I know, if you want some ad some additional promotion or some additional advertisement. Please get with us. Uh, you can hit uh, hit me up on the email. That's just first class first class mag nine three seven at gmail .com. Please hit us up, man. Let us know if you got a certain ad you want us to uh, say on on the show. We can do that. You know, I mean, it, it's a small fee, but if it's something that you are interested in, just hit us up, and I can gladly give you all the info that you need. So, like I said, we only get as big as you get. That's what first class is about. What J. Cole say? What's the, what's the sense of sitting first class if your friends ain't there? You know what I mean? Not in quotations because I'm probably either missed a word or skipped a word, but you know. 
What's the, what's the use of sitting first class if you're there by yourself? That's the same thing he said. Instead of fun, he said niggas. So nah, that's what it was. So. First class and my niggas can't sit. Yeah, that's what I, so I had it right. <laughs> but yeah, man, so this is a first class podcast, man. If, you, if you're trying to get a, a, a commercial or just some added advertisement, man, to help your business grow, come on now, hit me up. Let's talk some business. Let's go over some things, and then we can get it going. And then you can have your ad for your business on our next show. We got a week's time. Let's go ahead and do that and make that happen. And please continue to to like and share and listen to each episode that we have. From now on, we're gonna try to go live. We're trying to get out. We want the the community. We want you guys to respond and have questions and stuff like that. We want y'all to tune in. So. Please be on the lookout for the the new things that we have up and coming. Um, this is your man, Nee Carter. I appreciate everybody for coming through today and spending y'all time on this episode. But if you're going to fly first class, oh, no, nah, I messed it up. Right, blooper at the end. Like, I've been, I've been solid all day. <laughs> but now, nah, if you're going to fly, you might as well fly first class. It's your man, E. Carter. E. Carter, this is First Class Podcast. We out. Peace.